Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. Back on Talk of the Town today, we've got City of Mankato manager Susan Arntz. And how are you? Excellent. How are uh, you? I'm loving the change in the weather a little bit. Um, Warm-wise, I'm talking not necessarily the rain. Temperature, yeah. But finally, I think we've broken um, and maybe, I don't know, I'm not going to say no more freezing. You know I'm going to put those tomatoes in, it's going to freeze. <laughs> Right. That's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, we're here talking about growing stuff. Not really, but kind of. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of news uh, about cannabis, and there's a moratorium on cannabis, and I don't know what moratorium means. Oh. So tell me what yeah, that means. let's talk about that, because there is not currently a moratorium. There's, we're talking about we're having ta- one. Okay, what is a moratorium? So a moratorium is essentially a legislative action that prevents something for a period of time. Okay. In Minnesota, they call them typically interim ordinances, right? So, uh, what we wanted, what I wanted to talk about today, is that we know that the legislature is um, working on uh, cannabis legislation. Mm-hmm. Um, I am concerned just logistically about some of the language that's being uh, considered because some of the language has a July first, twenty twenty three implementation day. That's real soon. That is real soon. Okay. And so on July 1st, in some of the language, it says that on July 1st, the Office of Cannabis will be uh, created with the state of Minnesota. And there's also in the statutes that are being discussed, um, or bills that are being discussed, uh, legislation that would authorize expedited licensing rules. And so um, because of the our process for the city, there are really only a few things that the city has the discretion to regulate within the language that's being um, considered. Okay, so if this is coming down from the state, then the cities need to go in and go, okay, hang on. There's some pieces that we can regulate. Okay. So it's really kind of the time, space, and uh, the you know around how it gets um, implemented. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar to how we regulate liquor. Um so we have the ability to regulate time of day, uh, day of week, those kinds of things. But, okay. And right. so like with liquor stores not open on Sundays and right. all of that. Okay. And, and that's somewhat connected to state statute okay. as well. Um, and so it's very limited on what the city will be able to legislate. Like, for example, we could put in place an ordinance where we can consider how many, uh, or at least some of the drafts, have language that says the city can consider how many licenses we'd authorize. It talks about um, proximity to um, school parks. Oh, okay. Those okay. kinds of uses. Right. Um, and 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 really, that's. I mean, those are the two key things. And then there are some other small small elements, but those are really the two big things. In our city's charter, how we consider ordinances and in is. We have to consider the ordinance, and then we have 30 days where we have to publish the ordinance before it goes into effect. So if you just do the math backwards Mm -hmm. with a July 1st implementation day, we have a city council meeting on June. The last city council meeting we have before July 1st would be June 26th. That's not enough time. And if we took action action June 26th, then we have the 30 days of advertising. Right which then it's the end of July before it goes into effect here in Mankato. Um, any of the regulation that the city may be able to direct or guide. Okay. Um, so if you continue to work backwards in order to have some amount of regulation in place, we'd have to have a, a full 
ordinance review by the council at our next council meeting, May 22nd. And then we'd get it into publication and then it would go into effect at the end of June, which would be in front of the July 1st Mm -hmm. timeline. Um, We haven't had any conversation in the community about regulation. So instead, uh, on uh, Monday, May 8th, the council called for a public hearing on May 22nd. And during that public hearing, the council will consider the, the moratorium or the interim ordinance. Okay. And the law allows us to put in place an interim ordinance for the purposes of studying an action. Right. So we would be putting this in place for the purposes of studying the regulations necessary or allowed by the, by the statutes, assuming they get put in place. Mm-hmm. And what we don't want to have happen is uh, if the legislature takes until their last day, May 22nd, you know, let's pretend that that's the day that they finalize it all. Right. Right. Then it goes to the governor's office to be signed. And then we haven't had a chance to read and understand. Right now we're just reading versions of the House and the Senate bills. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it'll either be one side, the other, or somewhere in between. And so to um, give the community and the council an opportunity to read what comes out of it, assuming something comes out of it, and study it, uh, on May 22nd, the council will be considering this interim ordinance or moratorium, which gives them up to a year to study and put in place whatever regulations may be allowed. Um, I, I would suggest that it's not likely it's going to take an entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, but it's really important for us to read the actual law that gets put in place. Unrushed, right? Yeah. Exactly, because there is also language in one version of the statute or that the bills that are being considered that talks about the cities may prevent licensing until after January first, twenty twenty five. Well, I, I just I don't understand all the dates and the math. So until we have, you know, so it's kind of we're at a point of. Well, we need for them to finish their work. Mm-hmm. Then we can review it to figure out, you know, what actually gets said. Right. And certainly some of the um, organizations that we are members or connected to are certainly working with legislators on kind of protecting interests of local government. Uh, so the League of Minnesota Cities, the Minnesota Chief of Police Organization. So we we do have some organizations that are certainly working on our behalf with legislators to try and make the, you know, whatever the legislation comes, the most effective for the community and for cities to be able to operate. Um, there's also going to be staff training that we'll need to put in place mm-hmm. that we, you know, I, right today I'm not sure where we go to get that right, training. Right, right. And so we have we have some things we need to build into our process so that we can, assuming the legislation takes effect, that we can properly handle it. Right. Um, it it sounds like just hold on a second, so we can take a look at this and see what the best course of action moving forward is. That's like, exactly what the moratorium is. It's hold a hold on, on a second. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Like nobody's saying no. Nobody's saying yes. Just right. Hold on a second. Yeah. Because this is a big change. Um, have you ever been in office anywhere else uh, serving where you've had a change like this, like of this 
oh, type yeah, of the, thing? Yeah, this happens like, on occasion. Okay. Um, and sometimes it's more e- easy to pivot. And mm-hmm. But this is a fairly significant yeah. new piece of legislation that it's new for the entire state of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And in the legislation that's being discussed, there's also language that says the Office of Cannabis will work with municipalities to create a model ordinance. Well, that too is going to take time. I we mean, just can't have that done by, by July 1. Well, <laughs> like, I, no one's reached out yeah. you know, to ask, hey, cities, if we do this, what would be good? Or how could we craft this? Right. So we haven't, you know, we haven't seen those things yet. And if we, if we just sit back and wait, why the rush then? Like what, why is it, why the date? It it seems like a rush. It, it feels like that from this side. So I, I, I'm not in those conversations, so I I don't know that. Um, But my job is to kind of help the community move forward in a pragmatic, practical, you know, how, how can we take what comes and figure out a way forward. Mm-hmm. And this moratorium gives the community the space to kind of work through that. It's not forever, right? So, it, you know, we can only put it in place for a year. So logistically, what I would anticipate is on Monday, May 22nd at 6 p.m., we'll have this public hearing mm-hmm. as part of the council meeting, and we'll discuss this interim ordinance. And then from there... Uh, if the council adopts the interim ordinance, then we'd publish it and wait the 30 days. And then after 30 days, then it goes into effect at the end of June. And then, you know, in that 30-day time frame, I would anticipate that we will know more from the legislature. And so we can conduct our work. What's also important to note is that we don't have a pile of staff just waiting for this so that they can start working. Right. I mean, I have other things they on have my plate. Other jobs. Yeah. Other things that are important for the community as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this has to fit within, you know, it becomes a priority. Uh, and so other things will have to, you know, kind of set aside right. so that we can create space and time to have this conversation with the community. Speak to specifically May 22nd and the public and what we need to know about the hearing itself and how does that operate so you don't have yeah. people walking in and, you know, wanting to speak or something like that. Yeah. I mean, what's the... So the hearing is not about should we or shouldn't we have mm-hmm. cannabis licensing? The right. legislature is going to take that, make that decision, right? If they make a decision that puts that legislation in place, it specifically has language that says cities cannot prohibit. Um, so we couldn't have an ordinance that says we're going to license zero. Right. Um, that, that's not allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, at that hearing, that really isn't, the purpose of the debate. It's should we put in place the ordinance to take a pause okay, and, and then study it mm-hmm. where if people want to come and say, you shouldn't study it, you should just move forward. That's the purpose of the hearing. Okay. Right? That, that's the, that's the perspective that would be contextually appropriate at that public hearing. There will be another public hearing that we have to have when we put the, our ordinance requires public hearings for, our, our charter requires public hearings for ordinances. So there'll be another public hearing in the future um, on, okay, so after we've studied, mm-hmm. you know, and collected input uh, along the way, we'll have work sessions. 
uh, where the council will discuss, uh, you know, kind of what are the things here, here are the things that the, the law says you can uh, touch on or, and yeah. control or manage. Um, how do you want to go about that? So those are the things like how many licenses will we offer? How right. close to a school will we be? Or I mean, we're assuming exactly. that it's going to pass on some level. I, that's what we're um, anticipating and preparing for. Right. And so those are the things that as we move through, you know, the summer and fall, we'll have work sessions where we'll continue to talk about that. And so for people who are interested in being engaged in that conversation, um, those conversations have yet to be scheduled, but, you know, I would watch our city council agendas, the work sessions, and those are the meetings that um, you'd want to be present right. for. The work sessions generally aren't public hearings. Right. So the public can come and watch, but usually at the work sessions, it's not, um, there isn't a lot of back and forth between the council and the public. So I'm going to say this, you can come and watch and be quiet. No. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of a kind thing, of it. right? Yeah. Um, and if if for some reason you'd like to present, um, you should let me or city clerk or the mayor know, mm -hmm. and then we can try and find an opportunity or a space where you could um, be part of that conversation in a different way. Okay. Um, co community members also email the council on a regular basis to provide and share input and feedback. Uh, that's another um, good safe mm -hmm. way that can be done. Um, so, I mean, there will be much to come as we go forward. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for those that want to engage in that conversation about the, the how, it's not about should we, because mm -hmm. I think the legislature will take care of that. Right. It'll be the how we, not yeah. should we. Okay. And, um, and so those conversations have yet to be scheduled, but we'll come here wow. summer, fall. I would guess changes. more fall than summer. Okay. The trick for us forward is that many of our meetings going into the fall are budget related. Okay. And so we're going to have this encumbering, you know, the routine and regular work that we do. So we'll have to create yeah, on space. On top of, right? Right. So we'll have to create space for this conversation. So uh, moving forward with other work that you're doing, um, if we're going to turn from cannabis and turn onto Riverfront Drive, I know that you're going to be... Um, asking uh, for some help and direction on what to do there. Yeah, so also on Monday, May 8th, the council had a, an additional conversation about lane configurations and how we want to move forward. Uh, the council has already authorized our staff to start design work, but we haven't picked up the pencil yet. Okay. Because we needed the council to kind of provide direction on lane configuration and how we should move forward. So also on May 22nd, we will have on the agenda uh, kind of more formal from the council about getting direction formally on what the lane configuration will be. During the work session on the 8th, the council, um, I'll just say a majority, it was not unanimous, but a majority of the council directed staff to prepare uh, a, a direction that, that basically follows the demonstration project that was done. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll be three lanes with a dedicated turn lane, parking on one side, uh, wider sidewalks, and the, a couple of things that were modified from that demonstration project. The bump outs that where you see those delineators or yep. those posts, right? So those bump outs have been removed uh, from the future project. They're okay. still there in the interim condition. Mm -hmm. Um, right now, 
Uh, but they're not going to be there moving forward. Moving forward in the final project, those bump outs at the corners um, are being considered to be removed. Okay. Um, and then to improve pedestrian movement at Spring Street, which is near the food hub. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have what's called an RRFB, a uh, rectangular, what's one of the R's? It's a flashing beacon that is overhead. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. That, you know, kind of highlights and allows the public to push a button. It, it's more formal than what you see further south on Riverfront near the event center. Uh, and so it's, um, you see these overhead kind of um, flashing beacons usually near and around parks uh, and schools. Okay. Um, so you, those it's are more like, common. here we go. We're, we're crossing right here. Yep, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that we have a traffic signal at Rock Street, uh, which is not there in the current um, temporary condition. Mm-hmm. And um, so on the 22nd, the council will be kind of putting in, in, we hope, resolution. Here's what we want you to work on the design for. Then what comes after that is our staff will start working a majority of the summer with the community on staging and phasing of the project, getting information so that we can kind of work through together on what would be beneficial and helpful as far as staging and phasing the construction for, we hope still, in the spring and summer of 24. And so more information will also be coming. We can keep in touch on the city website. Correct. Absolutely. All right. We're going to put all those in the show notes underneath this interview, ktoe.com, on the podcast page as well. My goodness, we cover a lot. Thank you so much. As always, I appreciate the time. Yeah, we'll see you next month. See you next month. Just a note that we've got the governor's fishing opener that's going to be happening this weekend right here in Mankato. Although the governor cannot join us because his daughter is graduating from college on that particular day. I know a lot of our local fishing enthusiasts will be out and about. Uh, I think I'm taking my morning show on the road over on Minnesota 100. We'll be broadcasting live from Media Row coming up on Friday and looking forward to a great fishing opener this weekend. Lots of things happening in the city of Mankato and our surrounding areas. So once again, my name is Lisa Kay. I want to thank you for hanging out with me for Talk of the Town today. And we'll be back tomorrow just after 1 p.m.